0: Hey fam, let's catch the moment. We open this space with the knowledge that the land in which we are located is occupied and unceded territories. On this, their traditional land and ancestral home, join us in acknowledging the tribal groups from where we personally vibe, including the Kickapoo, Kansaw, Osage, Odos, Missouri, Potawatomi, Sioux, Shawnee, Wyandotte, Choctaw, and Chittimacha tribes. We look to you as we become better stewards of the land we inhabit. Peace and
1: love. Let go. Oh, wow. What's up and welcome to the We Out Here podcast, a place to hear the stories of black, brown, and indigenous folks in science and nature. My name is Alexi Grusis coming to you from the bull aka new orleans for one of the final times Mm. this season Mm. yeah crazy right (laughs) and with me as always it's allison that was really excited
0: um and i love it and i let me keep the energy yes it's allison and i am coming from a new location well i was here last time i was here last time um, yeah. but, um, they know. new to me, but tell uh, them the, uh, of the Narragansett, the Narragansett peoples, uh, native tribes, uh, on the settler's map known as Providence, Rhode Island, a place where Ooh. no one would choose to live, but somehow people <laughs> populate this place. <laughs> it's, it's, Don't
1: you love it, Alison? I do. Is it, is it crisp? Is it chilly? It's
0: not. No. Like, first of all, there are so many hills. It was so hot today, and I walked, like, at least three miles from ooh, campus ooh. area, past campus, to back home. For those, I don't know if I've shared this information. I'm in graduate school, um, and I had orientation week this week. So, that's exciting. I'm very excited. Yeah.
1: I'm going to put a little yay under this right here. A oh, little yay! yay. <laughs> Hell yeah. And we got a special... Guest, final guest of the season. Oh my
0: god. The one finale didn't realize
1: I was that important. (laughs) Yup. Isn't this crazy? (laughs) It's the season finale. So for the final time this season, tell him your name, your pronouns, and what you do.
2: How y'all doing? My name is JoJo West. I Go by he/him yeah. pronouns, and I am a third-year PhD student at Rice University.
1: What? Yes. Where's Rice at? What uh, part of what part of the world?
2: Are we as talking we're talking about, about on the uh, settlers map, it's Houston, Texas. But um, I've, I've tried, I've worked on the pronunciations. But if I butcher them, I'm sorry. The Karankawa uh, is the first, uh, the Atakapa Ishak, the Sana, and the kawawiltakan.
1: Houston, Texas. Yeah. What's up? Damn! In the land of Beyonce and Megan The Stallion, incredible, <laughs> and a lot of crazy, other people are not wild as great. Travis Scott.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> yikes! Yikes!
1: <laughs> wow! We love it. We love it. So, what are you studying in uh, in grad school? So, my PhD is going to be in
2: evolutionary biology, and ecology. But I tell people I study marine biology because really I just look at fish all day every day yeah 24 7 to it's pretty great
0: I have a question for you jojo how do you feel about the fishes versus fish debate Ooh. I know we've I know we've made it so that like this is the thing now but I, I remember being at like Hui down just down the road mm-hmm. and like that was like a hot topic <laughs> several like, years ago <laughs>
2: like fishes versus fish like plural yeah so, and the plural so what I what I've been told by people who trained me is that you use fishes when you're talking to multiple fish of multiple species. Ooh, so it's like, if, if okay. you have one goldfish, that's a fish. If you have 10 goldfish, that's 10 fish. But if you have two goldfish and two tunas, it's four fishes. Whoa. Ooh, that's All right. New,
0: that's new. That's new. That's what that I is was into taught. the chat. And Bring it, the it up. Ladies,
1: <laughs> <on how laughs> okay. say it now. Okay. Yes, be great. Yeah, if, you got,
2: if you got beef, there's like a long line of biologists <laughs> you can talk to. <laughs>
1: It's a thing. <laughs> okay. Now question. All right. Is it octopi? Yes. <sighs> or it's
0: clearly octopi. octopuses it's clearly... or
1: octopodes.
0: Octopodes. You just made that up.
1: I did not make that up. As somebody who took Latin
2: and Greek uh, back in high school, like technically, technically, me technically I think you could say octopodes <laughs> and that would be okay. Because it is like the Greek word for feet, a feet in the plural. But mm. I'm I'm a personal fan of just saying octopuses <laughs> and like being done with it.
0: This is blasphemy, absolutely <laughs> not. I feel <laughs> it. This, this man right. starts problems. No, <laughs> no. it's yeah. <Yo>, like, <laughs> just kick some shit. Over. It's too. It's too spicy. It's too spicy. A final. A series final. Don't don't. Not series. <laughs> season season final.
1: My bad. <laughs> don't shoot the messenger, man. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I'm gonna ask a controversial question. Ancient marine animal. What's the best one? I'm
2: gonna go for my boy Dunkleosteus. I mean, like it, it just it just doesn't get any better <laughs> than that, right? Like you go you go to a museum, you see a Dunkleosteus like skeleton, like a a model. They don't exist anymore, technically, like alive. But if you see that, you're like, uh-huh. dang, these guys are really out here. Isn't that what y'all are all about? Okay. people being out here.
1: Yep. Yes, we are, especially Mr. <laughs> Dunk.
0: Okay, I'm looking up. I'm looking up the image.
1: Okay, so tell the people about I'm the dunk. I actually don't
2: know that much about the dunk. Please don't put me on the spot about the okay, dunk.
1: Okay,
0: okay. Okay, wait, 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 wait. But I've looked up the image.
1: Describe it, out. So Allison. what I'm
0: seeing, what, first of all, let's spell it, shall we, for the people. D-U-N-K, so dunk.
1: Dunk. Dunk.
0: L-E-O, Leo, S-T-E-U-S. <laughs> Stius. That
1: is a that's a <laughs> good ass <laughs> name right there. That's my God, dunk Leo right d-
0: there, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's my man. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We've done ancient favorite, what is modern like contemporary. Ooh, <laughs> favorite contemporary I mean. marine animal.
2: My favorite contemporary marine animal would have to be my favorite contemporary marine fish, obviously. Okay.
0: okay. Which obviously.
2: is uh, the lear fish of Amia,
0: I think I've heard of this fish before.
2: I would be surprised; mm-hmm. it's very rare. Uh, the leerfish—it's like a jack species, carangidae. Um, they are like—they're not particularly like beautiful or like special in any way. They do what basically all jacks do, which is swim really fast and kill things.
1: How do you spell Mia Sorvino? What
0: ca- What's? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Learfish, Leerfish.
0: L e e r f i s h. I can't believe you spell fish, I Amy. Mean... <laughs> Just make it straight. This, honestly, looks like a big tuna
2: or carp or something. Well, it's funny you say that it looks like a big tuna because that's exactly what people were saying 200 years ago because they're convergent. They're convergently evolved uh, oh. fishes. They're a different family than scombridae, which is where the tunas are. Uh-huh. But people thought they looked so similar, like morphologically speaking, yeah. before we had genetics that like they put them in the same group.
1: That's crazy. Yeah,
0: their bottom fin looks is the only part that's like that's not tuna. Wow,
1: man, that's crazy. Wow.
0: Okay, so what I'm hearing, I want to fight, is that you're super into fishes. <laughs> so-, <laughs> so what I'm hearing is that you enjoy them, and obviously, you've like, you, I mean, you've created a career out of it. But do you do you enjoy them in as a pastime as well? Because it's one of like, is it one of those career choices where you're like, yes, this is what I do at work and in the field. Does it also like keep going home?
2: Oh, yeah. Fish is, I mean, as much as I hate to admit it, like a 24-7, 365 thing for me.
0: Lord, that's so much time. (laughs) Maybe 364. Maybe 364. Maybe that's one day.
1: Okay, cool. Cool. That's good. Gotta take a day off.
0: Okay, but there have have at least been some days and some experiences where you you were knee, knee deep? All in
2: always waiting in fish
0: well that means i'm 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 then ready i'm ready for story time
2: so last summer not this like most recent couple months but last year um my lab and i had a project and we needed to head out into tahiti uh technically to moorea which is the island next to tahiti but not not as many people have heard of moorea but so I say, so I say Tahiti, but we were actually at Moorea. Mm-hmm. Uh, we needed to go spear fishing to collect fishes because uh, we were doing a survey of like herbivorous guts and their morphology, looking mm-hmm. at their skulls. So what that means is you know like thirty hours of flights taking us from Houston to Dallas, getting stuck in Dallas, going to California <laughs> from Dallas, getting stuck in California. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> bro, that's my nightmare, bro. <laughs> And then taking an eight-hour flight, which I slept all the way through. I, yeah, I know, right? I was so proud of myself. I woke up and I was, we were on the ground. I was like,
1: let's go. I <laughs> know you woke up with taco neck syndrome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and my feet hurt. I am tall. And there was no room on that plane.
1: Ooh.
2: Anyway, <laughs> so we, we wake up. We're in, we're in Tahiti. And it's like, you know, you fly across... The Pacific Ocean, and you, you don't really comprehend how different it is mm-hmm. when you're in the middle of the ocean. But we got um, off the plane and we took a ferry uh, from Tahiti to Mo'orea. We got off the ferry and all the fish that you saw in Finding Nemo were mm-hmm. under that boat when we stepped <gasps> off. It was like, it was ridiculous. I was like looking at my childhood play out before my eyes. I, I swear they were talking to each other. It was like Crazy. <laughs> So, so you know, we, the wave, you hear the waves um, when you get off the boat and, like, the sky is blue. It smells like salt water, like, 24-7, 365, but not in, like, the bad way. In the way that means, like, oh, we're here to work, but we're also here to, like, play.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So, in Motorea, there's this station, uh, Gump Station, which uh, is where, like, a lot of people come to do... Uh, field biology and marine biology stuff and somebody there put us into contact with this fisherman whose name was moana so we get put into contact with moana who like you know we don't know him he doesn't know us so day one he takes us out on his boat like we're getting to know him he brings one of his friends probably just for safety because like it's three people he doesn't know on this boat with him Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to like be out of luck in the middle of the ocean with three strangers Yep, which we respect
1: I very but much like respect Moana, that
2: <laughs> Moana was like not only like one of the chillest people I've ever met uh-huh. but probably the greatest fisherman I've ever met in my life and I mean that like sincerely so we were spearfishing uh, with Moana to collect most of these reef fishes because they're very small and you don't really like you can't really hook and line them because they don't eat insects and bait and stuff like that we were looking for herbivorous fish so, unfortunately, we had to go into the water with the fish and spear them. Tragic, sad. I didn't like doing it, but that's how science works sometimes. Um, and how do, wait, can was, you,
0: like, how do you, like, how do you, I know how you spear fish, but, like, how do you
2: spear fish? Okay, so, <laughs> uh, you can free, we were free diving, because technically, if you want a scuba, you need, like, a protocol and all that good stuff right right um, and we were like fishing we were paying Moana to go spear fishing with us basically so like we were like buying all these fish off of it, pretty much um, okay so you free dive and we have we had spear guns so like I can't even like it's like just like a slingshot with a spear attached to it uh, and a string attached to the spear so you load the you load the rubber band get all the tension and all the power behind the spear and then there's a safety right and this is how uh-huh. I know that like these fishermen go crazy in Moarea because like the fish could hear when you flick the safety off because they were all
0: scattered oh <laughs> like,
2: they knew the sound of the safety like they were terrified of that so like you had to go down real quietly you know slowly flick the safety and like get set up and it was it's like hunting like it's very personal and then you just pull the trigger exactly what is it can you
0: does it can you hear it
2: oh yeah 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 yeah
0: what does it sound like
2: i mean it's really muted because like you know i mean to me it's really underwater because i'm underwater so it's just like a like a really soft like almost like you're tearing a sheet of paper yeah yeah like a really quiet like it's peaceful down there you know because you can't you're just floating wow you almost forget that you're there to work
0: that's cool. But for the okay. fish, I'm
2: sure it's terrifying. Like I'm sure the sound right. is a whole lot louder and this is more d- <laughs> and more dangerous. You know, they're built to hear that stuff. Help
0: on. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the indulging
2: me. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Um. But like, so you know, us lay people trying to fish with Moana, it was like night and day. Like we would go down there maybe for like 30 seconds to a minute max on each breath. You know, and then we'd have to surface. Moana would like take his time, like he would sink like a rock to the bottom. Like the and this is like 20-30 feet deep. He just sinks slowly. Doesn't make a splash. Doesn't make a sound. And then he sits on the bottom and he waits. So he's sitting on the bottom, right? And you have to you have to go down quiet enough that the fish don't
1: get spooked by you.
2: And then the longer you're down there, the more comfortable with you they are.
1: Okay. Yeah. You know what
2: I'm saying. So he's down there for, like, two minutes. Two minutes and 30 seconds. Three minutes. Not even moving. And now the fish are like, oh, there's no problem here.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, no.
2: And that's when he strikes.
1: <laughs> Damn.
2: And his, his gun, his spear gun had, like, three rubber bands. Ours only had one. What
1: does so that he's mean? he's got,
2: like, three times
1: power force. Oh, three times power. Times the force.
2: Yes. Behind his spear. So, like... If Moana catches you slipping, it's over.
1: Oh, it's no. over. so does the does the does the spear or harpoon have like uh like is it like a cable that it's attached or is it just like yeah yeah
2: yeah? So there's a rope attached to it. So you spear the fish and then you pull it back to okay,
1: you. Okay, cool, uh, cool. And then
2: you carry it back to the boat. Otherwise, we would just be like spearing fish into
1: oblivion. And never yeah, see right. It With the triple rubber bands, uh-uh. that one has oh, gone. No.
0: What a, oh, what a way to go. Okay. At least it's quick. I yeah,
2: mean, okay. Exactly. okay. So, yeah. we spent, like, after that first day, we all, Moana, uh, my boss, and my other grad student in the lab and I, we went out, like, basically every single day to catch these fishes. Um, and it was fun. Like, it was a blast. He's a really cool dude. He's very knowledgeable about fish, uh, especially reef fishes, which is what we needed, basically. So, Moana was, like, the godsend for the work, right? But after like two or three weeks, like we had really hit every single species we needed. And so okay. we were, we were kind of like, oh, let's like, you know, enjoy the end a little bit. Moana hears this and he's like, why don't we go like tuna fishing for fun, right? Because that's what they do, you know, he goes fishing for fun, he's a fisherman. It's work and play mm-hmm. for him, same way it is for me. So uh, my boss and I were like, say that. I'm ready. You know, let's go. Let's go fish. Let's see what it's really like for Moana. Say
0: it's... less, Moana. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
2: like he he spear fishes for work. He like hooking line fishes for fun. So yeah. we're like, let's go fishing with Moana. Like you know, do how the Moraines rains do, right?
1: Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's um it's a Saturday that he wants us to come out. That Friday, you know, he shoots us an email, Corey and I, my boss Corey, um, and he says. Be ready. Just, like, be ready. (laughs) We finna be out there. No,
0: sir. No, (laughs)
1: sir. That's how you know it's gonna be rowdy.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was hectic. So, you know, it's a Friday night on on the island, obviously. Everybody's having a good time. I did not get as much sleep as I should have, right? Mm. So I get up in the morning, I'm feeling groggy. Unfortunately, the other grad student in our lab couldn't actually make it because he had an ear infection. So he was like, oh. yeah, he was like bedridden that morning, so he didn't get to come out with us. It was really sad because he missed a great night. So I wake up in the morning, I'm feeling groggy. I'm like, let me take a little sip of coffee, you know, let me let me pour myself a little coffee. I don't usually drink coffee. That was a mistake. But it didn't mm. come back to bite me until like... Okay. So- <laughs> I drink. I drink my cup of coffee. My boss and I we go down to the dock to meet Moana. He's there. All the spearfishing equipment is gone. His boat is like light. Like all he has is two rods. There's no. There's like like usually he had like a spear gun. His like weights. All this like diving equipment. All that is gone. Okay. It is like this. This boat is kitted to do one thing and one thing only. Go fast.
1: <laughs> okay. All right.
2: Boom. So then. We load up, we get the cooler, uh-huh. we put some ice in it, and Moana's like, let's head out. So the way that, like, there's two different ways that they fish for tunas depending on what species they're trying to catch. Because okay. different tuna species have different, like, behaviors. Mm-hmm. So, like, the medium-sized ones, the bonitos or the bonites as they call them, because it's, like, French, so bonito is, like, the French word for mm-hmm. Um, They, you have to troll for those. And so the way it works is you basically leave like a line a fishing rod with a line and a bait mm-hmm. in the water and you have to drive your boat like really fast Interesting. and that makes the it makes the bait sort of simulate like oh, a really fast okay. fish oh yeah so it so makes it tunas, chase
1: you down okay
2: yeah exactly so they see that and they're like okay i want that and they chase it down and they hit and then you reel it in like regular fishing
1: um, yeah, that's cool and so
2: okay. right i know right damn <laughs> and then for the larger tunas these are like dog-tooth tunas and like black fins. You have to set like traps basically. So Moana shows us this. He's got like this these hundred yards of rope, right? And he has a brick. So he takes, he cuts up all these like little sardines and bait fish mm-hmm. and then ties them to a brick. hundred yards. A hundred yards of rope. He's just rolling around this brick, tying tying it, tying it. And inside like the rope there's one piece of fish with a hook in it, right?
1: Just buried he said, it under it. I don't miss. <laughs> he said, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. miss.
2: <laughs> so the way it works is you tie all this rope around this brick with all these fish on it, right? And you drop it in the water, and then it, it tumbles down. So as it's tumbling down, it's releasing all these fish into the water. It basically Uh starts a feeding frenzy. So you have like tunas coming in from like miles and miles out to eat all this fish, right? And they think it's all free lunch. But there's just one fish in there with a hook in it. God. (gasps) That's
0: that's, that's confidence. It is
2: diabolical. It is (laughs) diabolical. Like premeditated type stuff.
1: So. Everyone, imagine everyone goes to Marie Callender's and one of your boys gets snatched up. <laughs> 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 Yo, like, God, God. God. <laughs> Where's
0: Pete? Where's Pete? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I up? He went to the upper
1: room, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Alright. <laughs>
2: method two of fishing and like the way it works because these hooks aren't like they're not attached to lines or fishing rods they attach in these buoys right these like buoys that are orange on top and yellow on the bottom and they use a clip to attach to the, to the line with all the fish and the brick hooking it so they leave they set the buoy it's like literally like a trap and the way it works is when a fish comes and grabs the hook and pulls on it it flips the buoy so if if you set them all orange up right and if you see yellow up that means something is on the line
1: Mm. and then it can't
2: it can't swim away because the buoy is like pulling up pulling it up to the surface so -hmm. then you then you drive the boat back to the buoy and you then you grab the buoy and pull the line and you still have to fight 100 yards with a tuna on the other end so like you
1: got to reel it in after that
2: with with your hand like you have to hand line this tuna for 100 yards
1: that's some frolic insane.
2: shit.
0: I, I just I I don't. God bless you. <laughs> 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 Playing war with a is not easy.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. You trying to snatch it out of the right. water? Cool. Yes. Wow. Straight out the water. Okay. Cool. Cool.
2: So those are the two like methods of fishing, and we were planning on doing both. So like Moana really wanted to show us this like buoy method of fishing because that's what they like. I don't know if it's, like, patented or, like, whatever, if they invented it, but they really like doing it, and they catch really large tunas like that, Mm. uh, because they, like, basically, like, attract them in from way offshore. Mm. Um, So, but while we were setting these buoys, like, we wanted to, you know, catch some other fish in the meantime, mostly the smaller smaller bonitos, because there's way more of them, and it takes some time for these fish to smell the the bait, Mm. the trap in the water, right? So we were trolling for B'nitz, and trolling for B'nitz is not is a lot easier because, like, they're way more active around the island, and you can sort of find them by following the birds, right? Okay. So the way it works is that as these fishers school... These uh, bonites. they're schooling fishes, and they school together and basically find, like, smaller fishes like mm-hmm. sardines or anchovies, what have you, and they swim around them really, really fast and sort of corral them mm-hmm. into these what we what we call bait balls, right? Okay. Yeah. And so it's like you might have seen these in like a documentary where it's like tens of thousands of really, really tiny fishes tied like packed together as like a stress response to these larger fish being around right. them. Because right. there's you know, strength strength in numbers. So they they pack they get they get packed up really together into these balls. But really, it just makes it easier for the tuner to find them and get them, right? And so, the Baneets are, like, circling around them, packing them all into this ball, and then they start driving them to the surface. Because they can't go anywhere once they're, like, backed up to the surface, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we call that a boil. And they call it a boil because once these fish get to the surface, they're like, yeah, there's, like, bubbles all over the surface, and you can see it. Like, it's crazy. And it's easy for a person to see, but it's even easier for a bird to see. Mm. So they have like these sea birds, like frigate birds and what have you, that are like, you know, up in the air. And they can see way, way farther than we can. Further, farther, further than we can. And they go to these bait balls, the boils. Mm-hmm. And so you see like three or four birds heading in a direction. It's a safe bet that they see something out there in the ocean. And so, we follow them, right? Because if we can get our lines in with these bait balls, it's way easier because we know that there's probably, like, dozens, hundreds of Mm bonites in the area. and All we need is one to get caught slipping. Yep. So, we are setting our traps, the the brick traps for these, like, huge, huge birds. Not, sorry. We're setting the brick traps for these huge, huge tunas from offshore and we see, like, I don't know if y'all have ever seen that like terrible movie uh bird dimmick Mm-mm. Okay, well it's like this horror movie where like bird it's like a bird apocalypse and there's like birds all over the place, like tens of thousands of them flying around, like snatching no. people up, doing terrible no. things. Okay. It's a it's an old movie, but basically we see that and it's like dozens of birds, right? All flying straight out to the sea right and we're like oh it's going down over that's there.
1: tight it's like that like <laughs> that scene in jumanji where all the animals are just like running
2: Yeah, <laughs> and you're like all exactly right. so we set these traps and we're like yo it is tuna city over there uh-huh. it's ringing off it's ringing off in the out in the ocean mm-hmm. we gotta go so we set the traps and we like head over to this oil and it's like there are birds circling in the air it's looking ominous like if this was a movie it would be like every single bad omen you could possibly imagine. But to us, we were like, oh, let's go. Yep. (laughs) And the birds are like (laughs) squawking (laughs) over each other as they're like fighting to get these fish on Uh top. And you can see the fish jumping out the water, trying to get away from the tunas and getting snatched up by the birds, like
0: not even knowing. This is guerrilla warfare.
1: Uh Uh This
0: is Sparta. This is is the Trojan horse. I just, I'm uncomfortable. Keep going.
1: Man, uh, that sounds so lit.
0: (laughs) This is 300.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, for real, (laughs) they really are.
2: Spartans, man. Yo. And we're like racing through the water, like, going mad fast, because like Moana wants these fish. Like, he loves fishing. And so we were like, we were enabling him. We were like, yeah, let's go. bro, let's go. And like, we get our lines in the water, and we didn't have time to set up the big ones, like the big fishing rods. So we just put a hook on some fishing string. So we throw it in and, you know, let it troll behind the boat. And like 20 seconds go by, boom, got a bite. And we're pulling in these tunas like by hand, one after the other. It is like crazy how many fish there were. It was kind of like getting lost in the sauce. And how
0: how big are the fish? Like.
2: Three and a half to three feet long. How much do they weigh? Uh, a couple hundred pounds maybe. No.
1: So so like, is it like one of you pulling on a yes. line or like two of yeah. y'all?
2: So it's, it's it's Moana's driving the boat and me and Corey are pulling on the line.
1: <laughs> Damn, y'all hanging out the side window That's chopping wild. it up. Okay, cool. Dang. Damn. Pretty
2: much. Oh, no, this boat, like the boat is like, sorry, I should have explained. The boat is small. Like it is not massive by any means. It's like maybe you could fit six people on a good day type boat. Like, maybe seven or eight feet long. Damn, damn. With a motor.
0: It is it is the escape from Finding Nemo, yeah. oh, yeah. it's not great. Yeah, it's like
2: a speedboat, it's, it's just a little speedboat. Okay, speed boat, you <laughs> cool,
1: know? cool, yeah.
2: So we're we're going, going and going and going and catching these tuners and catching these tuners and having a good time, you know, like, Moana's like, I'm turning it right! Interceptor on the starboard bow. Let's go! And then Cor- Corey, Corey's like, my hands hurt. Jojo, take over! And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't. I'm fighting the fish on the dock right now, on the deck right now. It's like, it's like utter chaos. And then, and then we see the storm coming, right? Oh
1: no. What did that storm look this, like? We
2: see, we see this huge like tower of gray clouds. It's off in the distance. But it's, like, coming, it's approaching. It wasn't there before, and now it's there, right?
0: How far are y'all from shore?
2: <sighs> That's a good question. Like, maybe two miles? Like, the island's definitely within sight. Like, we can see it, okay. we can okay. feel comfortable about that. But it wasn't like we were about to get out the boat and swim, you know? So <laughs> we see the storm coming, and Wala looks up. And he's like, it's a storm, guys. And we're like, yeah. He's like, y'all want to keep going? And we were like, yeah. He was like, "Good," <laughs> but we're following the birds, following the birds, you know, getting even more lost in the sauce. Uh-huh. It is uh-huh. fantastic, and then it starts raining. It was like a couple of drops at first, right? A little drizzle, but then it starts pouring, and
0: that's what you get. That's what y'all get.
2: None of you us. deserve
0: <laughs> that. You deserve that. Cumulo nimbus
1: y'all slipping, <laughs> like
2: <laughs> really ran up on us. <laughs> He walked upon
0: y'all <laughs> he said who the fish now <laughs> Y'all the fish called the shooters
2: so it's like pouring raining at this point and it's like when it's raining on the ocean like when it's raining on land it's like okay the streets below me you know i got mcdonald's on my right the gas station on my left okay i'm cooling bro i can just go inside when you're on a little speedboat and it's raining in the middle of the ocean, everything looks gray. You look to your left, you see gray. You look to your right, you see gray. You look up, you see gray. All you know is that the ocean is below you. And you don't even know what's in the ocean below you, to be honest. So... See?
1: See? Hard pass.
0: Hard so pass. So is it,
1: is it like thundering or is it just like windy or is it it's just, just rain? just
2: windy and pouring. Like,
1: okay.
0: There
2: was no there was mm-hmm. no lightning, no thunder, but it was like raining hard. And you can hear it all along the water, like...
1: Because it's, mm-hmm.
2: it's ocean in every direction, you hear rain hitting water, which is like a weird sound. It's not the pitter-patter you're used to, but it's like, it just, everything becomes water. There's water in every direction. Whoa. It's very Okay. I don't know, it's almost peaceful if you weren't, like, scared for your life. Yep. Which yep. we weren't. Yet. Because we were still catching fish. Like, <laughs> this rain is coming yes, down. Me, we are still
0: catching fish. You know, fish. I'm, I just want to take a second of reflection. Um, this is reminding me of Alexis. I was so just thinking the same thing and was and hoping you weren't going to point that out. Wouldn't stop. They <laughs> just wouldn't stop going, <laughs> and that's what I'm. That 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 that's what I'm seeing here. Please continue. Just just please go. <laughs> Keep going.
1: I got no rebuttal. Yeah, that's valid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so eventually,
2: you know, the tunas go somewhere else, and we we like look at our our deck. You know, we've got like. We've got, like, eight or nine or seven. I don't remember how many fish it was. It was a lot of fish, like, at least two per person just Mm -hmm. sitting in the boat. We're like, okay, what now? (laughs) It's still raining, and we're like, where do we go? Where are the buoys? Where's anything? And Moana's like, we got to find those buoys, guys. And we were like, oh, no worries. We know where we are. Like, you know, the island is to our right, so we'll just swing back around, find the buoys, and get out of here easy money right (sighs) not so okay so it's still raining the rain is like sort of dying down um and we but we're still like we're out here like just hightailing it through the water trying to find these buoys right because he didn't tell us this but these buoys were special for two reasons one they weren't his they were his friends that he had borrowed and two each of them was 200 dollars
0: Moana, Moana,
1: Moana, Oh, no, my man,
2: <laughs> so we're like racing through the rain, it's like water stinging your face, and we, can't, we can barely see anything on the ocean, right, we're mm-hmm. trying to find these orange and slash or yellow buoys, because we don't know which side is up, we're like, I don't see anything, what's that, oh, that's just seaweed, what's that, that's more seaweed, what's that, I don't know, I can't see anything, <laughs>
1: <laughs> How many buoys did y'all end up finding?
2: So at the, end of, at the end of it, like the rain's gone, like the storm has passed. It's, we can see it in the distance. Wait, hold up. We y'all, find... y'all were
1: just driving around in the rain? Yes. <laughs>
2: <Y'all>... Yes. <laughs> we were not going back without those buoys.
1: So on, Moana's like, I don't live with debt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're like looking for the buoys. And this is when the coffee hits me, right? Because I don't drink coffee because it gives me a stomach ache. <laughs> like a really bad stomach ache. But I was trying to have energy for that. I didn't want to I didn't want to pass out on the boat, I didn't want to fall asleep. I didn't want to not be up and him But I have a really bad stomach ache. This man and I'm like, Boy, we need to we need to go back. <laughs> I'm about to throw up. And they say the legend between all the sailors that I've met, they say that if you start throwing up on the sea, you don't stop till you get okay. back to land. And so if I threw up, which I felt like I was about to throw up, okay. like it would have been over for me all bullies would have been lost, right? Point blank period. That would have been it. $800. Uh-huh. washed out to see.
1: Dog. You um, had a second boil happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
2: Instead, um, uh-huh. my boss pulls out his phone. Legend that he is.
0: Starts playing some music for me. Yeah, yeah. And
2: it's not just... So,
0: so
1: kind. Oh, yeah. So oh, ginger yeah. with you. It is.
0: Yeah.
2: Absolute hardcore rap. Like... <laughs> He puts on Schoolboy Q, my favorite artist. Okay. And in rapping some Schoolboy Q, uh-huh. I learned to calm down and I forget about my stomach ache. Because how can you think of anything else with Schoolboy Q's bars when you listen to Schoolboy Q?
0: We, we have really learned
2: something about you in this
1: moment. Jo-Jo. I like that. Continue. I like that. Continue.
2: So with our stomachs quelled and our spirits somewhat lifted by the music, we do wind up finding two of the buoys. But we spend like two and a half hours looking Damn. for the other two. Cause there's four total. Like we spend like a while just driving around until like you can hear the engine running out of gas.
1: Ooh, oh no! And like
2: Moana's mm. like, either we get stuck out at sea looking for these buoys, or we go back and uh-huh. accept that I owe my friend four hundred dollars. <laughs> and like, Ooh-wee. it was a, there's a clear answer. It was here. a
1: difficult Moana. choice. Wow. It was a difficult no. choice.
0: No, it's not. It's
1: really. I see Moana though. I right. see you, bro.
2: like <laughs> I respect the determination. Uh Uh-huh. We were really out there trying. Eyes peeled open, but it was not to be. We returned home with six fish and two buoys.
1: That's not bad, though. That's not bad.
2: Right, right, right. But there were two buoys just lost to sea. We don't know where they went. Like, honestly, like, we we checked the beach. They weren't on the beach. We walked around, like, or we drove around the area we were in. No buoys. And we definitely didn't see anything, like... Way, way far out. It's like we drove out for like a minute, like guessing where the currents might have taken them. Gone.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
2: Honestly, I think the fish might have took them underwater. I have no <laughs> idea. Like, just straight bad, drug them? Just, yes. It just doesn't make any sense where they went, to be honest.
1: All right. So you guys get back to shore.
2: Right. Safely and, you know, out of gas, uh, out $400. But Moana's like, you know what? I'm going to be happy, you know. We're still alive. We caught these fish. Why don't y'all come to my house
1: tomorrow for a barbecue, right? Yeah. He was like, I'll cook
2: these fish for y'all. And we were like, oh, you, you mean like authentic, like home-cooked, fresh-caught tuna?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Bet. Yep. Bet. So, Say
1: less. Let's go. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. The
2: next day rolls around. Uh-huh. We walk down to Moana's house, which is like down the, uh, like a little bit down the street, the one street that goes around the uh, island. It's like a loop, basically. So we walk down the street to Moana's crib, and it is like a literal actual party popping off, right? Like, tell, tell us more. He invites like all his friends. His like wife is there. We didn't even know he had a wife. His <laughs> wife is there. <laughs> like, like
1: literally, she almost like, didn't have a husband. <laughs> I wonder
0: why.
2: <laughs> the gag is she's actually she works at the, at the lab. She's the Whoa, one who introduced us to him. We just didn't know they were married until we got to the house. What? Wait, what are you you doing? (laughs) So that fool is my husband. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So, (laughs) and then like we get there, he's like bringing out like Tahitian wine and like rum and all that good stuff. We're meeting his friends that he goes fishing with, that he plays rugby with, and like when he brings out this fish, when I tell you, it is the best fish I have ever had in my life. Like, I mean, so he barbecued it for one, which is great already, like, it's this like, savory, salty, grilled, like, banit with this Tahitian mayonnaise mustard sauce. I don't know what it was. I really wanted to ask him for the recipe, but it was like sweet and tangy and like, a little bit savory, but it was like really overall sweet. And you put it on the barbecue fish and it is like, a world of experience. You know what Ratatouille, when he his brother is like eating the cheese and the fruit <laughs> together and he closes <laughs> his eyes and there's like fireworks going on? That was me. I was <laughs> like, that was you. I was like, this was, worth was this was worth every single hour on that water. And then he brought out the sashimi and it was like, I already like sushi, but I've never had like fresh, fresh straight out the ocean sashimi sushi before. And that was like a whole other experience. I don't even want to eat sushi anymore. Unless Moana <laughs> like, fish for me, <laughs> like <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that.
1: Taken care of. So, Got it.
2: <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Boom. So, all in all, like we have good food, you know, good fun. Met some new friends. Got off Tahitian wine, Ooh. and we're just chilling way into the late night. At the end of the day. It was worth it. We paid him back for the buoys, obviously, because we kind of we kind of enabled him into okay <laughs> driving through the middle of the storm. So we paid him forty dollars for the buoys. Made amends with his friend. Uh huh. Um, so really, all's well that ends well. Plus, I got a cool fish experience. Out yeah, of it, man. Right? Like that's like a Clearly. that's like a goat story. Like not everybody can say they've been fishing
0: in Tahiti.
1: Not everyone can say they straight that's up cool. outlasted a storm on a small ass boat.
0: And not everyone should. (laughs) Not everyone should. Here you are to tell the tale, Jojo. That was wild.
1: Yeah. You mentioned at one point that uh, Moana was like the, you were like best fisher I've ever seen. Uh, Do you have like, uh, do you have like any background in fishing? Like, you know, low key, like as a kid, like, did you get any fishing with family or what?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was uh, younger, like, my dad used to take me fishing. Growing up in New Orleans, there was, like, an abundance mm-hmm, of yeah. freshwater places to go yep. fishing. So my dad and I used to go fishing a lot. Um, and then, like, Katrina hit. We didn't go fishing as much. But, like, that was kind of what sort of fostered my interest in fish is just, like, going around and catching things. I think what really sealed the deal for me was, like, I caught a gar that had just eaten a fish.
1: Whoa, so what? So it was, like... Mm.
2: So, like, I caught I caught a gar, and then inside that gar's mouth was, like, another fish's, like, tail. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, these, they're out here eating things, like, for real, for real. Like, they don't exist <laughs> once they get on the other end of my line. Uh-huh. They have, like, a whole life down there that I am not privy to.
1: Damn. That's I sick. I was,
2: like, tiny, too. Like, uh-huh. literally, my dad had to help me reel it in because it was stronger than me. <laughs> It was pulling me into the water.
1: So is that like instrumental in how you got involved in marine science? Or is there like another way that you ended up where you are?
2: Um, Kind of, sort of. So like that was what got me into it. But really, like I wasn't in the field until um, I went to undergrad. And mm. I got this really nice internship out at Friday Harbor Laboratories, uh, which is off the coast of Washington State. Okay. Um, And it was like sort of like last minute, like, I talked to somebody, like, Uh two days before the deadline, Uh, my my old advisor, Dr. Farina at Howard University, and she was like, you should apply for this internship. And I'm looking at the deadline with, like, two days left. I'm like, they're not going to accept me if I submit my application, like, a day before. (laughs) And one of my friends was like, no, you need to submit that application. And I was like, okay, all right, fine, whatever. And here I am. Like, literally, like, I submitted it. I got in. I did great research out there, met some great friends, mm-hmm. and it just sort of like jump started my career.
0: I just want to I want to point out something real quick to our especially Black and Brown friends, but especially Black. These programs look at HBCUs for their mm-hmm. students for their summer opportunities. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. so if saying. you want
1: to get in, this is exactly <laughs> the way to do
2: it.
1: Okay, so it's that time of the show again. As always, it's shutout time. So.
2: Um, y'all may not know this I didn't mention it but I am actually an artist uh, so I know a lot of people who draw and do like different types of art and all of them are pretty much okay. better than me uh, but one friend in particular who I want to shout out is my friend Coffee who has a Twitter and he has commissions so if you want anything drawn if you play Dungeons and Dragons oh, you want your character drawn if you you know if you like fish this like he really does it all he's drawn some fish for me that I like put on the side as like the decorations of my talks and presentations like the guy's nice
1: yeah all so,
2: right so at mocha cafe
0: at on mocha Twitter, cafe so okay. Okay. how do you spell at it how do you spell yes. it if it's not traditional
2: spelling H A underscore k-a-f-f-e
1: ooh yes follow Boom. hit up those commissions support oh, yeah. an excellent artist also shout out to dnd let's go <laughs> shout out to
2: dnd
1: <laughs> yeah yeah who else sure. do you wanna give a shout out to? Sure. Who you feeling? Uh, my
2: cousin, my cousin. I gotta give a shout out to my cousin. That's like my day one, you know? Yeah. Um, so he, he's, a, he's a musician. Again, I'm also a musician. We both rap. Uh, but my cousin has an album that came out this year. If you like hip hop, give it a little love.
0: Okay, okay, give us yeah. the details. Where, can, so, we so, Where can we name? find it? Where
2: can we find it? The album is on all streaming services that you use. Got music videos on Apple Music, you know, on Spotify, we're everywhere. And his Twitter, if you want to follow him, is at Robbie Rize at R O B B Y R I Z A Y.
1: Yeah, e- e- Jojo, we want to say thank you so much for being on the program, uh, and thanks for being our anchor. You are closing down the season, hey, my man. Yeah, got the chain on, yeah, oh, got the chain, on. <laughs> chain on. We out. <laughs> We Out Here podcast is Allison Jones and Alexi Grusas, show theme by Spencer Snedden. show graphics by Khalif Gillette, and sound editing by Patrick Emerybe also known as Mastercraft 360. If you enjoyed this season of the We Out Here podcast, please give us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast. This is going to help us stay up there on the charts and help us spread a little further so that we can continue to reach other black, brown, and indigenous ears. Let them know that they're not the only ones out here as well. Follow us on Twitter at We Out Here Pod and on Instagram at The We Out Here Pod. Uh, if you're a Black, Brown, or Indigenous person in science and nature, and you want to connect or share a story with our audience, hit us up on social media, at our email at weoutherepod at gmail.com or you can send us a submission to our story submission form, which is in the show description as well. This is a paid opportunity with minimal time commitments. Now, the We Out Here Pod in some, you know, current news. Uh, we'll be taking our season hiatus. Uh, so we're going to come back with season two. Uh, and this hiatus is basically just going to give Alice and myself some time to recover, get our lives together as we continue to work on our you know show, a whole continent apart. Now, season two is going to begin with a new schedule at, in January of 2023. So we'll be dropping content on our Patreon in the meantime during that hiatus to keep our supporters happy and well-fed. Uh, keep an eye out for some more details. Now, if you want to be a part of that new season feel free to drop us one of those submissions in the form, as mentioned earlier. Or you guys can hop on the Patreon and support us there as well. Now, uh, we want to say a huge thank you to everyone who supported the podcast over the year. Thanks in particular to Sof Lunch, Tykee James, Jada Elcock, Allie Ward, Joe Hanson, Nick Phillip, Sarah Pittman, Vikram Baliga, uh, Leslie Seaton, Lionel, you know who you are, and Kyle Gruses for helping us get off the ground. You guys got us running, and... I can't say thank you enough I want to say thanks to everyone who's come around and supported the podcast over the season Because uh, shoot, you guys are the ones we're trying to reach So thank you so much for being within reach uh, We never expected this many people to actually enjoy the show So for one, I am incredibly humbled uh, And I, Alexi, want to say a particular last mega special thank you To the one and only Allison Jones uh, She's the guiding light of this podcast And there ain't no damn way I'd be doing this without her So with that in mind, solidarity forever, land back to the lands back, and we'll see y'all in January. Until then, get outside before it gets cold. (laughs) Okay, so it's that time of the show. Again, as always, it's shout-out time. So, JoJo, who would you like to give some shout-outs to? Oh, I burped a little bit through it. Mm.